You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I believe in preaching is the title of this devotion. I was raised in the church, you know, in the early 60s when I was a young boy. I will remember going to this big old cathedral, if you might call it as such, and the minister would stand on that pulpit and he would speak and somehow my young heart had still had lacked so much of what I have the privilege of enjoying today, received seeds that God was able to use over the years to form His will for my life. And you see, I believe in the sower, like Jesus says, sowing the seed. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a sower sowing a seed. Yes, it's true that some falls on the wayside and the birds come and take it. So it doesn't produce any results. And some of it falls in shallow ground and yeah, it springs up right away. But this, the moment the sun rises, it withers because it has no root. And some falls among thorns and thistles and and it is choked and it doesn't produce anything. And yes, some does fall on the ground where it's supposed to be on good ground. And it produces some hundred, some 60, some 30 fold. And Jesus was talking about when he's preaching. You see, some people say, well, you know, you preach, but nobody responded. So why keep preaching? I, you know, and, and they only look at the seed that falls on the road. And, and, you know, and we can go into more depth about that, but I'll leave that for another time. But you see, I personally believe in preaching with all my heart, even if some of it falls on the way, even if some is withered instantly and doesn't produce any results, or if some of it is choked by the pleasures of this life. I, I believe in preaching. I believe in preaching. And I, and I personally believe in it so deeply, that's what I live for. And I am so grateful to see what God is able to achieve through preaching. However, some people, they think, well, you know, I was, I was there and he was preaching, but I didn't see any signs or wonders. I didn't see anything miraculous. See, and they don't realize that they received something most miraculous. The Bible says we are born of God by the incorruptible seed of the ever-living Word of God. It says that in 1 Peter 1.23. We are born of God. We're made alive unto God by receiving the incorruptible seed of the ever-living Word of God. Oh, how I believe in preaching, dear friends. Paul says here in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, or let's start at verse 18. He says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, 
It is the power of God. The message, the preaching of the cross of Christ. Some people listen to it and they go, well, anyway, if God is good, then why would his son be so brutally murdered on the cross by his own people? If God is good, you see, people always get stuck over if God is good. But they don't realize that God shows his goodness by giving his son to pay the penalty and bear his wrath, bear his wrath against the sinfulness of man so that he does not have to punish us who, who come to him for salvation, but can forgive us freely because Jesus paid it all. Talk about God is good. And why would he give his son? Because he wants sons and daughters. He doesn't want us to be servants or slaves. He wants us to become sons of God. And the very seed he sowed is what he looks to reap. And he shows the value of your soul by giving his son. That's how God sees the value of your soul. Psalm 49 shows that you cannot, with all the wealth in this world, purchase one soul because the value of the soul is too great for that. Something much more had to be paid for the soul of man. It was the blood of the Lamb of God, of Jesus Christ. And then he says, here the Apostle Paul says in uh, verse 22, the Jews, they always want to see some sign. The Greeks, they always want some wisdom, some new wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified. To the Jews a stumbling block, to the Greeks foolishness, but to those who are called both Jew and Greek, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Oh friends, I am so grateful. I believe in preaching. I believe in preaching. Oh, I believe in the power of preaching. The Apostle Paul says here in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in the gospel of Christ, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And he says then here in chapter 10 of Romans, <clears throat> for faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Oh, I believe in preaching. I believe in preaching. You can hear one word spoken by the Holy Spirit, one word of God, and it can save your soul. Just one word can save your soul. Oh, I am so grateful for the word of God and for the Holy Spirit that implants that word as a life force, a power of God unto salvation in our hearts and minds and that we can express it when we talk and it comes out of us with such love and life of the Father and the Son that it can win the hardest hearts, the most rebellious souls. It can win precious souls. Oh, I believe in preaching and I want to encourage you. Believe in preaching. Believe in preaching. The Apostle Paul 
He's writing the Thessalonian church, and he says to them in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it, not as a word of man, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in all of you who believe. I'm going to read you that same verse from the Living Bible for a second. I myself want to see how it says it there. I know it's a paraphrase, but it helps you grasp what the Lord is saying. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Listen to this. Here it is. And we will never stop thanking God for this, that when we preached to you, you didn't think of the words we spoke as being just our own, but you accepted what we said as the very word of God, which, of course, it was, and it changed your lives when you believed. You see, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I believe in preaching. Oh, thank God for preaching. And I will never make fun of it. Never. And I know. We can sometimes be stuck. I know. We can be stuck sometimes. In a mindset that isn't healthy. In a heart's attitude that's gotten dark. Something blocked the divine flow. Something interrupted that hearing ear of the heart. Something got in between and darkened our inner man and blinded our spiritual eyes. And, and we sit there and we go, I don't know, I get so tired. And it goes on and, and we become antagonistic. We become mocking in our heart, mindset. We become analytic in our way of receiving. Yeah, well, you didn't say that right. Oh, well, you didn't make that, you know. And we, we become not good inside. And it can happen. And Paul here is writing to the Galatian church. And he's saying to them in Galatians chapter 3, verse 1, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? I mean, he's not sparing any words, does he? I mean, pop, he pops them right between the eyes. You've been deceived. You've been bewitched. Something has blinded you. Bewitched, folks. That is no small term to use here. The word bewitched here is that some kind of spiritual interruption has come to your heart here. Something has enticed you away. It's the bewitched. You've been enticed away. And he says, what has enticed you away? What has, has so captured your heart's devotion that you've lost interest, that you've lost heart, that you've lost a hearing ear, that you don't connect with, that you make fun of it? You mock it. That you should not obey the truth, that you shouldn't respond to the word of God anymore, before whom's eyes you know how real Jesus Christ's death on the cross was. 
you know, you know it, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. Now this I want to learn from you. This only I want to learn from you. Tell me, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish that you've begun in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that now you're trying to be made perfect in the flesh in your own efforts? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain. Remember how you used to believe? Remember how you used to really, really believe it was right before God to deny yourself, take up your cross, to love even those who didn't love you, to bless even those who didn't bless you, to pray for those who caused you pain. Remember how you used to live? Remember how you used to really live that self-sacrificial life and how you believed God and how you trusted God? And now you're giving that up. Now you're letting that go. Now you say, I don't believe in that anymore. I don't want it anymore. I'm not going to pay that price anymore. I will not put up with that anymore. Now, now you're angry, resentful. Now you become hard, hard, really hard. Let me ask you, you who did have the Holy Spirit, oh yeah, you did. You can't deny you didn't. And you suffered so many. Did you suffer in vain? He who gave you the Holy Spirit and who even worked miraculously in your life? Did he do that because you were following the law's demands or did he do it because of the hearing of faith? By the hearing of faith, by the heart being tender to believe, you walked a walk that was worthy of Jesus, that was worthy of his cross. So this I intercede with you. Come back. Come back to your first love. Come back to that place. Come back. Come running back. Say, you know, I used to go to church when I was young and I'd sit there and God would speak to me and I would believe and I'd live a self-sacrificial life, a self-denying life. And, and I was an example to others how to love God and how to do what's right in His sight. I gotta get back. I gotta get back. I've gotta get back. I wanna go to church and here again. And you may have to say, oh God, I got off track. I got completely off track, Father. I don't know, Lord, I got so off track, I don't hear anymore. I, I don't have an interest anymore. I, I've gotten hard. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy. I wanna hear again. I want to believe again. I want to love again. I want to enjoy the preaching. I want to be able to share with enthusiasm that which I heard. I want that to be real to me again, Lord, and I guarantee you. You come to God with such a loving heart and humble heart and repentant heart. He'll meet you more than halfway. Amen. Have a good day.